Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the 19th episode of the Daily Attorney Podcast, where we talk to women attorneys all over the United States who are simply amazing at what they do inside and outside of the legal profession. Our guest today is the founder of the law offices of Janelle Oklu LLC, Ms. Oklu. She is an experienced attorney who concentrates her practice in all areas of immigration law. She is a member of the Maryland State Bar Association and the District of Columbia Bar. She is also the past chair of the Immigration Law Section of the Maryland State Bar Association. She performs regular community service work. And prior to opening her own law firm, Ms. Oakley was an associate and supervising attorney of one of the largest immigration boutique firms in the country. She has been practicing immigration law for 17 years, which is a long time. And she is a proud graduate of Yale Law School. She received her Bachelor of Arts degree, magna cum laude, from the College of William and Mary in Virginia. Ms. Oklu, welcome to the Daily Attorney Podcast. I know today we just get Thank a Thank you for teeny having me. It's <laughs> great to be here today. Thank you. Thank you. Today we get a teeny tiny snippet because I know both of our schedules are probably more chaotic than we would like them to be. I so I want to focus, you know, really hard. Good morning, today. Thank you for joining us. Um, and we just want to focus on some things. So I, I think, you know, for me, one of the interesting things um, that I find is we all kind of have a very different path to law, right? So can you kind of just talk to us, like, what, what made you decide, okay, you know what, I'm going to go to law school, but I'm going to do immigration law. And this is where I'm going to stay for 17 years. Okay. All right. So uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your program. I know our time is short today, uh, but I'm so, so pleased that uh, you chose to speak with me today. So thank you very You're much. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. <laughs> okay. All right. So my path into law and specifically immigration law, I'll, I'll just be honest. I am not one of these people who always wanted to be a lawyer or I always wanted to be an immigration lawyer. Uh, frankly, no. Uh, when I decided to go to law school, uh, my plan was never to be a lawyer. I was just going to go to law school, get a law degree, and do something totally uh, different. In fact, I was interested in diplomacy. I was interested in international development. And I saw that, wow, you know, there are a lot of great people who have done amazing things, uh, who started off as lawyers. You know, some of my uh, 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 personal role models that I look up to, you know, like Gandhi or uh, uh, Nelson Mandela, they started off as uh, lawyers. So I thought, okay, you know, law school, that's a great place to get a grounding, but I didn't actually think I would be a lawyer. And here I am, you know, 17 years later doing immigration and I love it. So uh, I, I'm very happy that uh, I went along this path, even though it was never my original plan. Well, that's good. Clearly it worked out, right? And I yes. think some of the best some of the best paths and ideas and destinations are born from not knowing how this is exactly. going to work out, right? And you just take a leap of faith and you say, you know what, I'm going to do this. Yeah. But, you know, I, I find that diplomacy and international development, that's amazing. That is, that is quite the feat. I've talked to some um, you know, individuals in the past. I, one of my guests, um, she actually teaches you know, um, international studies. Oh, wow. And I remember when I took international law in law school, it, it was just, whoa, this was not for me. 
you know, so for <laughs> you to just, you know, and being a diplomat, right, it's, it's, it's challenging work. You know, yeah. you don't just show up for the job and say, all right, I'll learn as I go, right. you know? Um, so I thought that that was quite interesting. I love how you say Gandhi and Nelson Mandela. So Mandela. So I actually have um, two books um, mm-hmm. that I read quite often. One mm-hmm. of them is um, Gandhi's stories and his quotes and so forth and so on. And the other one is Nelson Mandela's. Wow. So they're they're identical types of um, of publications, mm-hmm. but they have resonated with me so much, you know, over the years. So. Um, it's nice to meet someone who, you know, their story and their lives have touched you also. Um, So when you, you know, you graduate Mm -hmm. and you say, okay, I'm going to do this immigration law thing. Did you face like any challenges or, um, you know, was it easy for you to kind of just enter into that realm of law and just get it? Or, you know, did you face any uphill battles? Okay, sure. I'll I'll, I'll say this. Um, as, as I said, this was not the original plan. So in fact, when I originally graduated uh, from Yale Law School, I didn't think I was going to go into immigration law. I mean, certainly while I was in law school, I did immigration clinic. And that was actually one of my favorite classes in law school. So it was something that I enjoyed. But, you know, I thought I was going to do, you know, human rights work. Okay, uh, uh, human rights law, but but I, I found out that you know there frankly aren't that many jobs out there where you can just you know human rights lawyer wanted. <laughs> uh, but what I found out that you know practically speaking, okay, uh, a lot of the work that we do in immigration is human rights. So my first foray into immigration law was specifically uh, working on asylum cases, okay? And that is uh, human rights. You know, these are people who are uh, fleeing um, persecution and an opportunity to help them to uh, get themselves established in the United States. So that was my first introduction to immigration law. And um, from there, I was introduced to other aspects of immigration, such as family-based immigration and also business immigration, which actually is the majority of what I do uh, now is uh, business and family immigration. Yeah. So the, it sounds like there are different, and it's funny, as someone who has kind of dabbled into um, immigration, I'm an immigrant, my family's immigrants and so forth and so on. As am uh, I. <laughs> oh, you are, from where? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, my family were immigrants uh, from Ghana. Yeah. Oh, mine are from Haiti. And oh, I, okay. I was born in Haiti too. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember, you know, kind of just like dip, dipping in it. And I'm like, oh, this, this is complicated. This is complicated stuff, you know, because if you mess up something, it's not like, um, it's, it's not like, um, like an estate plan. If you prepare an estate plan, um, you know, you can easily undo some of that mm-hmm. stuff, right? Just by preparing mm-hmm. a new estate plan. But I think with, if you mess up someone's green card, that's a different ball game. You are That's so a different right. ball game, you, you know? Are so so right. you are there's so a, right. a different, and I have goosebumps saying this, but there's a different level of responsibility, mm-hmm. I think, that comes with having someone's freedom, mm-hmm. their safety, because mm-hmm. asylees 100% of the time are fleeing some kind of immediate threat, mm-hmm. right? 
So, you know, it's a huge undertaking and that's amazing, you know, that, that, that you could weather that storm for 17 years. Cause I, I can only imagine some of the things that you've seen. And it sounds like, you know, there are common, not, not common themes, but there are so many different areas, you know, in immigration law that you can really focus in on. Mm -hmm. um, so that brings me to my question. Okay. What are some of the common themes that you've seen um, you know, in your practice, whether it is, you know, in the business section or the family-based positions and so on? Mm -hmm. Certainly. Um, I would say uh, a common theme that I have seen is just the ability to change not just the course of one person's life, but the course of a family for generations. And I think that that's definitely something that you can understand, as you said, you know, your family is from Haiti, my family's from uh, Ghana. And that's one thing that I love about being an immigration lawyer, that yes, I'm helping this one individual to get their legal status in the United States to put them on the pathway to to citizenship, but that's something that's going to have an effect on a whole family and generations to come. Because once that family establishes themselves in the United States, you know, there, there it is moving forward. You know, in fact, all the Americans that are here now, you know, whether uh, it's a recent immigrant like myself, you know, I came here to the United States as a child, or even if it's one of these daughters of the American Revolution <laughs> descendants <laughs> or, uh, you know, someone who descended from the original enslaved people from Africa. It's mm -hmm. once your family is uh, established here in the United States, there's that effect that goes on for generations uh, forward. So that's one thing that I really uh, love about immigration. And uh, I see that a lot of my original intents, original ideas that I had about, oh, you know, I want to work in international development, I'm able to do, uh, you know, that in some respect uh, with what I, I do. Like, just to give you an example, so many of the immigrants that I work with, uh, you know, by getting legal status in the United States, by getting the career and educational opportunities mm -hmm. uh, that are here in the United States, they're able to help their families back home. Yes, there they are. are so many uh, countries around the world that a large part of their GDP is mm -hmm. basically remittances mm -hmm. from uh, immigrants in the diaspora <laughs> who, yeah. who have gone abroad, who are working, who are sending money back home, whether to support families or to educate uh, people or build up their communities. So I feel like in that small way, you know, I'm still contributing to, uh, yeah, international development. So it, it's And I, I love that. And that, that's actually very, very true. And I never thought about it as changing the course of a family generation. Um, I think that that's very powerful, you know, um, it, it just, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it and I'm thinking, and, you know, with my own experience, that's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. You know, our family will never be the same because now we have opportunities that maybe we would have never gotten any, exactly. you know, so um, I, I love that you're aware of that and you, you practice in a way that facilitates that for your clients, right? Um, and I can only imagine how thankful they are. We've had some immigration attorneys, um, you know, on this broadcast and their clients appreciate them so much. Even some of my colleagues, you know, I look through their Facebook 
And it's just post after post of, you know, thank you, attorney so-and-so. And I'm like, this is just amazing. It's so amazing. And, and it's because, like you said, you're changing a, a family generation. Right. So I appreciate that. And, you know, allowing us to just have this very small glimpse um, into your world. And, you know, I hope to, to have you on again um, sometime. And I know time doesn't allow us. I have to head out. You have a tight schedule. Um, you know, so one day we can do this again and just do it. I'd love to. Yes, just, just call me up. I'd love yes. to come back again. <laughs> I know where to find you. You're in my state. <laughs> Hopefully one day we can meet up for lunch too. That'd, That'd be, be great. Nice. That would be great. Yeah, that yeah. would definitely be great. So let me ask you this last question. If you could leave an impact on your family, friends, client community, what would that impact look like? I think that, um, and in fact, I'll just say that that impact I feel is, you know, the crux of what I do in immigration law, uh, because I'm not someone who's very litigious. I don't like the adversarial aspect of law, but when it comes to immigration, I see it as a win-win. Okay, it's a win for the individual, for the immigrant, for that family, but it's also a win for America. Okay, America is getting uh, these uh, people, basically Americans by choice, people who choose uh, to leave their homes, their families, their communities, uh, you know, the culture where they're comfortable and uh, to make that difficult choice to resettle here in uh, the United States. And I think that, you know, you've seen it in your own family and your community. I've seen it. You know, these are people who are incredibly motivated to make it in this country and to give back to the United States. So we think about how many uh, of, you know, business owners, whether they're small business owners or large corporations or, you know, established uh, by immigrants. Uh, you know, when we think of like entire uh, industries, you know, there's so many immigrants in like, say, for example, healthcare or specifically home health uh, uh, that, you know, these are places that uh, immigrants are enriching the fabric of America. American life. Um, so certainly I think that if, you know, there's any impact uh, that I have had is I've, I've, you know, had my small contribution in, um, in helping uh, these immigrant families and also helping the United States and, you know, our communities here. Well, you are definitely doing that and you're doing it on a bigger scale, you know, than you can imagine. Every client that we have um, you know, is ultimately impacted in a positive way and they can spread that joy to others, you know, in ways that we can't anticipate. So I, I definitely believe her impact is, is larger, you know, uh, than we think it is right now. Um, in the event that anyone wants to reach out to you, um, you know, for services or getting contact with you, what is... What is the best way to reach you? I do apologize. Certainly. Uh, they can reach out to me uh, through our website. It's www 
lojolaw.com. Um, also, uh, for those of you who are watching on YouTube now, we also have our YouTube channel, Lojo Immigration. You can find us on um, either YouTube or also Facebook at Lojo Immigration. And we would be happy uh, to serve you. So yeah, and thank you again for giving me this opportunity. Oh, no, no problem. No. This, is, this has been fun. <laughs> It, it, you know what, this show has definitely opened up um, some ideas I didn't know I had. I love learning from just women attorneys that are just doing their best, right? And just doing it well. So thank you for that. Thank you for allowing us just a little glimpse um, into what you do. And, you know, if anyone is watching, um, if you have any questions, you know, go ahead and, and comment under here and we will do our best to reach out. Otherwise, can reach us at info at sameylaw.com. There you go, right there. If you want to reach us on <laughs> any kind of social media broadcasts, YouTube, um, uh, Instagram, and all that, please follow, like, and subscribe. Tanae says, women attorneys doing amazing things. Yes, we are. Yes, Tanae. Um, Tanae is also an attorney um, with the FDA, so, and she's also one of my good friends. Um, Thank you everyone for watching. And uh, once again, my name is Marie Eve Nadine Jean Baptiste. I am the owner and CEO of the St. Eve Law Firm located in Towson, Maryland. Thank you guys. Bye Janelle. Bye, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome.